There's a puppy. A puppy. Hi. Uh-oh. You gonna come be a guest on our podcast? Our popcast. 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 Hi, Dolly. Hello. Hey, baby. Please don't jump up. Okay, we're gonna be here for a little while, all right, pupper? Day, everybody, and welcome back to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. My name's Henry. And my name is Jamie. And together we're Henry and Jamie coming at you to discuss the cultural happenings of that there zeitgeist in order to make sure Valentine's Day happens for everyone. Yay! Yes. Even, even though you will be listening to this Four days after Valentine's Day. I don't know when people celebrate Valentine's Day. They could celebrate it on Friday. This is true. We used to do that. We used to move around the Valentine's Day celebration to where it suited our schedule. Right, because unlike Domino's Pizza and the Alamo Draft House now, I am not one to honor Tuesday for any reason. This is true. This is true. Except for Fat Tuesday, I suppose. <laughs> Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras, which is next Tuesday. Oh. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> very know. close. Le Valentin du day. Le Bon Bon du day. Uh, so, people at home, dear fans, you might have noticed a little difference in the audio. Uh, we're actually sitting in the same room using the same microphone. And if you have a problem with this, then you have a problem with love. Because we're married and we share things. Especially things that Henry has purchased for uh, technology that I can mooch off of. This is our relationship. I don't buy any tech for myself anymore. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. You just use all my tech and it's good. But it's, good. it's the reason for the season. We're sharing. We're in love. It's Valentine's. Podcasting has to happen. Obviously. This is... I. I... Here's the, here's the sitch, dear listeners. We did not have Valentine's Day plans. And so the the plan became podcast. And I had right. no recourse to to say no, honey, we already have something else to do. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. One because I I like supporting what he does. Two because I don't use the word honey. <laughs> And I think pet names are weird. That's the only reason that sentence wouldn't be said, yeah. just because of the pet name. I, 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 I do want to talk about pet names for a second, because okay. a lot of people 
It's Valentine's Day. It's it's thematic. It's the season. It's just the season. Pet names are in the air. Yeah. Like, honey, child, <laughs> baby. Baby. Babe. Infant. Darling. Toddler. Yes, all of those. Um, but I have always just thought it weird to refer to my significant other as such. Right. And I wouldn't, like, because my family didn't really use pet names. Um, Kiddo. Yeah, not even that. Yeah. Young thing. (laughs) (laughs) Why are so many pet names about infants and infant and making your your, your significant other into, like, a young child? Infantilizing? Yes. That's what that word is. You complete me. (laughs) See, I like big words, and I cannot lie. Um... But seriously, uh, I always thought pet names were very, very weird, and I never wanted to use them until we got a pet, a dog. Right. And suddenly I have no problem at all calling the dog baby or sweet thing or like- Child. Yeah. Yeah. Just all of these- Newborn. (laughs) (laughs) No, because it makes sense because our dog literally is a child. Yeah. It literally is a baby. She is, not it. Yeah. She yeah. literally is a baby and like a toddler and a demon. All of the above. Right. Yes. No, it makes a lot of sense to use pet names with a pet. Yeah. Uh, so no, no, uh, no disrespect if any of you guys do use that or to anyone who does, I, it, it's, I think, sweet when other people do it, but I just can't bring myself to do it. It's right. just weird well, to yeah, my brain. And we're not here to comment on anything that two consenting adults are are willingly doing. Just if you're being called one-year-old by your significant other, I don't know, maybe maybe think about it. Maybe pivot them over to the uh, the diabetes-flavored of, uh, of pet names like Honey... Sweetie, sugar, sugar, sweet cheeks, sugar tits, honey buns, sugar encrusted body part, donut hole. I don't know. No, I'm sorry. If they if they're calling you donut hole, I think that's also bad. What do you mean? I would just 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 put a pin in that right right then. Goober, uh, mint chocolate chip. Uh, what what other? Oh wait, Mike and Ike. Now you're just naming candies. <laughs> Isn't that what a pet name is? <laughs> uh, yeah. Laffy Taffy. <laughs> hey, hey, Laffy Taffy. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Too bad. Um, right. So, yes, pet names. Strange. Weird. What a weird way to start an episode. <laughs> it's Valentine's. It's Valentine's. And, dear fans, you might be wondering, but wait. But wait, where's John? Well, unlike us, John actually had Valentine's plans, and so he's off doing them, so... With his new wife? His new wife? Like, what? I get it, okay, this is your first year of marriage, you care about each other still, unlike... That'll, That'll pass. Unlike us, we're in our tired old... Fourth year of marriage. Is it four? It, it's about to be. It's four, four. next week. Next or, week makes four. Right. Okay. Yeah. I lied to my parents by omission. <gasps> I told them three. 
Wait, I mean... So wait, first year is paper. Second year is cotton. Third year is leather. leather. All right. So yeah, we're going into our fourth. We're going into the fourth, and I don't know what the, the thing is. Uh, I think it's a new roof. Oh, damn. You're right. <laughs> I think your fourth year anniversary, you buy a new roof for your house... Because a guy with a drone said you had to. How romantic. Yeah. Guys, this is this is what you have to look forward to. John and John's wife. I know you're going to listen back to this. <laughs> Just make sure you remember. Paper, linen, leather, roof. Roof. Yeah. And then and then just stop worrying about it. All romance semblance of romance is dead. <laughs> After you buy a new roof together, there's really no many there's no more there's not much many more. <laughs> there's no many more. There's the amount of more there is is not many uh more things to discover about one another. True, true. No, this is jokes. I have so much to learn. No, it's good. It's good. I, I am, uh, all joking aside, I, I enjoy uh, spending time with you. So therefore, this podcast as the Valentine's Day plan is real nice. All right. Your check will be in the mail. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, uh, I did pay off my wife to be here and to pay, and I paid her to say nice. There's chocolate on yeah. the desk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was, I was gonna. <laughs> you were Valentine's chocolate on the desk. Yes, instead of instead of a segment for like cracking open a can of what we're drinking, Henry is uh, sipping on the remains of a bottle of white wine, which I yeah. forced him to drink during dinner because that's what I wanted to have. That's marriage. Valentine's. <laughs> I love. The white wine. The white wine. So oh, there's this, little patterns on This them. is a mystery chocolate that I don't know what the flavors are, so I figured we would discover them together. There are four chocolates, and they have, one of them has some like... XOs, XOs. A little, a little like printed pattern, like a little sugar print uh, film on top of the truffle. One has little stars, one has little green swirly galaxy polka dot things and the other one is not printed it has like a toasted almond or coconut look i'm gonna hold this up to the mic we're gonna do a little bit of asmr hopefully that got captured i have no idea i have no <laughs> it idea it didn't sound good at all <laughs> we have no wait monitors. wait here let's let's open the lid and do the paper it's stuck <laughs> Wait, let me pop the tape off. Fabi we are so good at the uh, wow. the, the very small sounds that make your, your skin crawl. Professionals. Okay, here goes. Here goes. Take two actual ASMR chocolate box. Here we go. <laughs> Is that good? I ruined it by laughing. No, it's oh. fine. All right, and this comes from, I was going to read the name of the chocolate place. It's, it comes from Chocolade, Chocolate Factory, out of San Antonio, Texas. Yes. Um, That's... Yep. All right, you've you picked up the printed XOXO. I did. I'm going for the little green swirlies. I, I, cheers. Cheers. Happy Valentine's. I say, we go one at a time. 
I think this is mint. S- smells like chocolate. Do you want to sweat? You want to swip? I'm going to swatch to the stars. Swap. I, I've never talked about it, but I have a very strong aversion to mint flavoring. Mm. What'd you get? Mm, this is like a raspberry truffle. Okay. It's like a raspberry truffle. Oh wow. Okay. Solid. This is this is good. Um, I can take the mint one. Do you want the miscellaneous toasted things one? I suppose I will. Sorry, apologies to folks who have misophonia. What if that's coconut on top? And then we'll suffer through it, because mm. I'd rather take coconut than mint. Okay. Also, there's a puzzle to open this one. It's like a Reese's cup. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm, I'm missing the ASMR. Brilliant. You did it. Good content. Um, there is a second layer of wrapping on there. No, there isn't. Oh, there's not? No, it's a little, wow, it's it's just a little frosted. A little frosted. Oh, okay. It's just molded to it. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, God. Mine's a solid block of chocolate. Oh, wow. It is solid. I can't tell what this is. Spearmint? Um, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it has that coolness of mint, but at first I was like, maybe this is a weird pistachio flavor. It's green on the inside. That's what made me think spearmint. Yeah. I think it was green. Or the gum is. Yeah. Spearmint gum? Yep. So happy Valentine's to everybody out there. Hope you had some chocolate yourself. I mean, honestly, the day after Valentine's Day is the best because that's when all the candy in the chocolate stores is discounted. That's how it used to be. I think they they sweep that all up, throw it in a garbage can, and just roll out whatever the next holiday is two days before Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Because we run into this a, quite a few times now where we try to go buy discount like Halloween decorations or discount Christmas decorations like the day after, and they've already packed everything up moved it out and replaced it with Arbor Day or National Flag Day or, you know, National Armed Services Day. Yeah. Honestly, the last couple of times that I have gone to just look at Christmas decorations, like, the entire store will be 60% off Christmas decorations and it'll be December 18th. Yeah. I'm like, this is, we're still in Christmas season. I don't understand. It's yeah, we ran, ridiculous. We ran into that this year. We were going to go buy a bunch of cool decorations, and it was maybe a week before Christmas, maybe two weeks before. Either way, there should have been a lot of stuff on offer. Instead, we got what everyone else had picked over and left, which uh, this year was just endless amounts of Minions-related Christmas lights. And this was at two different stores. Yeah, I didn't, I was very disappointed and sad. Like, I just don't have my life together enough to decorate for things a month and a half before the thing. Like, that's... Yeah, Yeah, whoever, I I, I guess people are like, oh, well, they're, you know, our inclination 
is that when we walk into the store on like October 32nd and we see that they're putting out Christmas decorations, we, we point and laugh and say, that's way too early. But I guess there's a huge population of the, uh, the United States that see that and they're like, oh, I got to buy Christmas lights. I guess I'll buy them now. Yeah, I think uh, after uh, two years of experiencing that, like, oh my gosh, haha, who buys that that early? And then being unable to find the thing that we want when we get around to buying it, we might need to become those people. I don't know if I can. Yeah, it, it sucks. Yeah. So this wraps up the Valentine <laughs> segment portion of the evening. The rest will be love-free, happy Singles Awareness Day yeah. to everyone else. Uh, we, you, you are just as valid as anyone in a couple. And I got to play both sides of the fence on this. Uh, sorry, I'm in a committed <laughs> relationship, so I cannot really... I haven't been single in over a decade now. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, that's... That's a weird thing to think about. Wouldn't know how to be single today. There's all... The, you gotta do an app? It's extremely challenging, and... How do you it, know? I I have a couple of friends who are dealing with that, <laughs> and um, the stamina required to keep putting yourself out there on all these different, uh, like... Texting, Facebook Messenger. I feel like you and I messaged on Facebook Messenger. This was before the like. It was. It was before it was called Facebook Messenger. It was. Just, was it? It was like Facebook Chat. Oh yeah, yeah, Facebook Chat. Yeah, we're old. Yeah, that... remind the audience we are old. <laughs> yes, that and actual text messages, and so like the the I keep wanting to use the word prolific. The prolific nature of dating apps is like the because there's so many prevalence. The prevalence of Preval dating apps. Yeah. That's the better. Yeah, word. yeah. There's Tinder. There's Bumble. There's Binder. There's Tumble. There's Hinge. There's Hinged. Farmers Only. And uh, don't forget Unhinged. Unhinged. Also. Uh, Christian Mingle. Atheist Chat. Uh, more farmers. <laughs> farmers allowed. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, I uh, actually reading the um, we have, I think, six weddings to go to this year. And one of them is my cousin uh, and their like how I met you story of the story of how they got together was that they met in person at work. And then a couple months later, they matched on one dating app. And then a month after that, they matched on a different dating app. And then a month after that. They actually went on a first date. Okay. Like, that sounds exhausting. And I, kudos to anyone who is going through that. Like, you deserve all of the self-care things at a Valentine's Day that has all the chocolate and all the goodies and everything that you want. Because yeah. that is a lot of hard work. And I am very, very thankful that, that, we, don't, yeah, that we don't have to do it. Yeah, but, we're past that phase. Plus, there some of these apps are like demonically monetized yes like i've heard i've heard tale i have not experienced this having been in a committed relationship for the past 10 years i hope you haven't i have read stories about tender that you can subscribe to like super tender or something and that lets you get like one super like a day what the heck and a super like or a super swipe whatever put the person you super like 
knows that you super like them to show that, like, you're extra interested. You can only got one a day, so it's a limited resource. You're going to spend it on a person. And if they super like you back, then, like, magic... I hit the mic. Magic <laughs> happens. You hit the mic is what happens. Yeah. But then as soon as you're like, okay, well, that didn't work, so I'm going to unsubscribe... Then it's like, oh, you unsubscribed. 15,000 people just super likes you. You got to pay to see them all. And when you pay to see them all, there's nobody. That is lighting. What a dirty, dirty trick. Look, love is a game. I know. I'm trying to think of like what the in-person equivalent of that would be. Like, like a speed dating well, like, like if you okay. were like at a bar hanging out and talking, just talking to people, just talking to people, but then someone sends over like a very fancy, expensive drink, right? Then that's like I'm paying money to get to talk to you. That's which, a yeah, that's a bad move though. Yeah, because you don't know if they're going to be into that drink. That's why usually the move is to be like, hey, send them another whatever they're drinking. Oh, is that how? Is that how the the strategy goes? Don't know. I never drank and was dating at the same time. Wow. I've never courted anybody while I also was actively drinking. That's never happened. <laughs> this is this is true. Yeah. We're old and so inexperienced at the same time. Look, look. It, we're fine. <laughs> There's no right way to do anything. <laughs> it's already happened. Yeah, this is true. Uh, all the stories, everyone's individual story, um, is is always very fitting to to what what they the nature of their relationship. And I all they're all interesting and they're all good because they wound up to good things. So that is a horrible way of me saying that <laughs> we've been to so many weddings. So many. And weddings. There's going to be so many there's more. So many different stories. And, and there, so but, many different. Ways to do a wedding. The most recent wedding we went to was entirely scored by music from the couple's favorite animes. Yep, yep. So, like, all the stories of how they met and um, the way that they've done their wedding has all been so vastly different. But always, it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense for them, which is, that's great. Right. The one thing everybody has in common is... It, they didn't start dating because of a super like. So don't fall for the monetization schemes of Tinder. Exactly. So that's our PSA, folks. Uh, take it from two people who have never used <laughs> Tinder. We are a foremost authority on this, having never used any of the apps or have, or have no experience with dating in the past 10 plus years. Yeah, we have, we have no knowledge of modern dating. That's that's it. That's, that's it. Just, wow. That's it. We have zero credits on dating. Wow. I'm dropping the name of the show. I never do that. <laughs> We're so good at this. We're so- <laughs> <laughs> All right. I oh oh folks, I forgot. Uh, we've been away for more, a week. Oh, that we more. have. Yeah. Um. Because. So uh, to set the stage, uh, we are currently sitting in the room. Wait, to set the stage even more, cert it, to set the stage even more, uh, Austin got hit by, like, another historically bad ice storm, um, the likes of which we haven't seen since the early days of 2021. Which is the date of the previous ice storm, a.k.a. snowpocalypse, a.k.a. 
Snowvid because it was snow and COVID at the same time and everybody was freaking out about what to do. So nobody could see this one coming. There was no indication it would ever happen again. And so this year, 2023, checks notes, yep, is, uh, the, we had an ice apocalypse, aka oak apocalypse. Because all of the tree branches in the area that were weakened by the last ice storm in 2021 came a-tumbling down this year in 2023. Yeah, it was really freaky. Um, So, uh, freezing rain uh, was happening because in Texas, you don't get fun things like snow. It's And it's not even hail. It is rain. That's liquid, but it's so cold outside that as soon as it hits anything, it turns to ice. Um, so freezing rain, uh, which I hate now. and I, It's my least favorite precipitation type. Yeah, uh, very much seconded because uh, one of the easiest things for this freezing rain to make contact with is trees. Because I don't know, I, I, we'll check with a kindergarten la- kindergartner later, but I think trees are tall. If that checks out, that checks out. Uh, So, and then the the water hits the branches of the tree and cases the branches in ice all the way around, weighs down these branches and weakens their joints and connections to the point of snapping. Yep. And so what happens is uh, about a day and a half after the freezing rain begins, the uh, pressure and weight becomes too great on everything and everything starts literally falling apart around you and when you live in a house that you bought because you loved all of the oak trees in the backyard and surrounding it and all of the great beautiful mature trees of the neighborhood um the branches are real big and real heavy and when they fall it's real bad (laughs) right exactly yeah Uh, if you could walk down our street right now and we won't ever advertise where that is you would see just every house on the curb is covered in branches and debris from trees that branches that snapped from trees and came falling to the ground like so many bombs in the middle of the night yeah it was really terrifying it just trying to sleep and just hearing cracking and crashing around for hours on end right But the point of why we bring this up is because we are sitting in the very room where a tree branch went through a window and scared the living life, the daylights, (laughs) scared the daylights out of one of us. I am sitting across from a survivor of an attempted murder by tree through window, and we're going to get the full story done. Today, So thank you for being here with me today, Jamie. Um, how are you doing? Well, I just got to say, I that's something that I never want to go through again. Uh, but I'm here as a survivor to tell my story and spread the news, I guess, uh, to spread awareness for my trauma and stress. Um, and it didn't affect just me. It did not. Um, I was uh, sitting well, wait, hold on. I've got more, let, oh, excuse let me, me. I can do more questions. Oh, you don't sure, have to sure. just launch into the story. So this affected more people than just yourself? That it did. That it did. Um, at the time of the incident, it affected myself and my uh, poor co-worker who was on speakerphone 
with me at the time because I was working from home oh my in the room. So you you were working in the room. You were on a call? I was. With a co-worker. This is me doing an interview. I, you're, wow, your interview skills are top-notch. Um, but it's... it's um, yes, I did say that. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> it's, I had him on speakerphone and we were kind of chatting about what was going on with the ice storm and uh, all of a sudden, this is how my my coworker describes it, that he heard a crash, breaking glass, and a blood-curdling scream. And he immediately leapt out of his chair ready to drive to our house to check on us because he thought that a, a break-in murder had just occurred like he was listening to a radio play. It sounded like very everything crisp and clear, like crazy special effects. But no, a tree branch crashed through the window yeah. um, uh, five feet from where I was sitting, and I felt really silly screaming out loud. No, uh, it was scary because... Yeah, so so for each of these branch falling incidents, there was like a thud of the branch hitting the roof, then like scraping noises of gravity pulling that branch even further down. In this case, there was a another loud thud of a branch the branch hitting the pavement outside, and then that jettisoned the loose branch right through the window, but all in like one fluid mo- motion, like Boom, scrape, boom, crash. Yeah, it was lots of very quick, loud sounds. And I knew what it was as it was happening. But my uh, fight or flight instinct did not pick it up. And then so, therefore, horrible, horrible scream. Followed by two seconds later, oh my gosh, um, a branch just crashed through the window. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sure my screams echoed through your house and I apologize, <laughs> but I think I need to go take care of this. Yeah. Uh, is what happened next on that phone call. So yeah. Um it, it was like the edge of the branch that had been connected toward the trunk, so like the big thick end uh with uh that uh like fibrous wood that had uh torn apart is what kathunked through the window. And I'm thinking about it now. I'm always like, "Oh yeah, we got really lucky. the 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 glass shattering um, only went like three and a half feet into the room, and I was sitting just far enough away that it didn't hit me." Uh, I think it was actually because we I had one of the curtains drawn, and so the shattering glass hit the curtain and fell down, yeah. rather than flying through the room and potentially getting all over me. Well, that, I mean, yeah, thank goodness, because you could have been all cut up from glass, and that would have been a further complication, because at this point, uh, the storm was still going. Yes. Right, it was still freezing. The roads were definitely not really traversable, because the infrastructure, we don't have the infrastructure to handle winter storms, folks. Right, right. So this happened around 3 p.m. on... Tuesday. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday? Wednesday. 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 Yeah, because Tuesday is when the ice really started. Right. The, the rain started falling. So, yeah, 3 p.m. Wednesday. Um, and we immediately, I was, I started, I was like, okay, well, we need to fix this. 
Google's how to fix broken window and like how to board up a window because I've never had to board up a window without the aid of my parents, uh, like from hurricane seasons. I've never had to board up a window that's broken. Right, that's the other factor. Never had a broken window. Never had a baseball. Happens all the time on TV. I've never had a baseball go through a window. Right, and I now that we've experienced something similar, I don't think I want that. Um, I think I I also would become like a cranky old man of a mean dog if if baseballs were constantly going through my window. This is the only context I have with baseballs going through windows. No, I agree. I agree. Because, yeah, um, first step, we cleaned all of the broken pieces of glass out, which involved yanking some of it out of the window pane because it was cracked but still attached to the pane. But dangerously dangling this Um, is a fun detail that hollywood is catching on to like if an intruder for instance was instance was breaking into a home they shatter the window and then they break all the shards around the frame so that it's safe to reach their arm and to get to the doorknob yep rupert grint does this in a knock on the uh, knock at the cabin it's it's a fascinating detail and that you probably wouldn't have really picked it up unless you had just <laughs> just dealt with that on your own. And yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. What yeah. a smart man. He takes a sledgehammer, like breaks the glass with it and then uses the, the handle of the hammer to knock all the other shards away. And like, yeah, he's not trying to cut up his hand. He's trying to kill people. He's not trying to hurt himself. He's not actually not trying to kill people in that movie. Oh, you would know. I would not. I refused yeah. to go to the movies with you for that one. Everyone skip knock at the cabin. Let's move on. Yeah, we'll move on. We'll skip it ourselves. Um, uh, yeah, so clean out all the broken glass. Then uh, put masking tape uh, over all of the cracks of the panes that are still intact enough to stay there. And then put extra tape around all the rest of your window to hopefully keep it from, like, like treat it. Uh, so that it becomes like tempered glass. Like if it were to break further, it won't just come tumbling out. But like, like think of like your car windshield, how it has a film in the middle of the tempered glass. One, it breaks into tiny little um, like cubes rather than big shards. And then sandwiched in between the two panes of glass is a film that holds together. So um, a lot of car crashes you'll see now there's like the spider web effect across right. the windshield, but the glass is still intact, intact and it's not uh, flying all over the passengers. Okay. Um, so that's what the masking tape over all the rest of the panes is for. Uh, uh, and then uh, you put garbage bags over the holes to try to uh, create a membrane, but you use clear packing tape for that because it is more moisture resistant. Um, and then you put cardboard on the inside and plywood on the outside. Yeah, for insulation. For uh, Yeah, for insulation on the inside um, and uh, uh, just safety and strength on the outside and to not let outsiders know that you have a broken window <laughs> and you are well, easily accessible they might know from the plywood on the outside i feel like reasonably we could have boarded it up as a protective measure before it's the only it window broke. that's boarded up uh, yeah, sh- <laughs> <laughs> hopefully and, they don't look that hard 
For anyone who finds themselves in the unfortunate situation of needing to board up a broken window, no guide will tell you, but we will. You board, you put the plywood on the outside of the window. Yeah, that's, I felt really silly. Again, I felt really silly trying to Google this. I'm like, I know I need to put plywood up, but do I put it on the inside or on the outside? And I Googled and read multiple articles and no one said it. Yeah, I Googled that specific question and all I would get were generic how-tos how to board up a window and basically just drew a conclusion based on the, the images that they had drawn on WikiHow to depict it. None of them were putting the wood on the inside of the house. But again, that's a that's an inference I was drawing from the data presented to me. It wasn't I don't, I don't know. It just seems silly. But like if you're if I'm looking up how to do something, <laughs> I feel like all of the details should be there. Right. It's like treat us like we are children because that's right. how we felt in the moment. Um, and it's like okay, it's it's like it seems obvious to everyone who's done it before. But if you haven't done it, it's not obvious. It's right. just, this is like the uh, the concrete, the like the Romans with the concrete thing. Like all Roman structures that are made out of concrete stood the test of time and they're still standing today versus concrete that the rest of the world makes uh, crumbles and withers away and it erodes away very quickly because all of the Roman recipes for wa- uh, concrete say to mix these different aggregates with water. And so that's what the rest of the world was doing. Except uh-huh. in Rome, you just knew explicitly you're going to use salt water. Oh, so, wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, so the Romans were making concrete with salt water, but they never expressly wrote salt water, um, like in, in indicated that instead of other kinds of water, because they're like, yeah, what dummy's going to make concrete without salt water? Because they all knew. They all knew. They all knew. And then... Um, yeah, when your mm-hmm. empire collapses and other people are trying to recreate your marvelous architectural uh, feats, then uh, you, you just got to dummy proof that stuff because we are dummies comparatively. <laughs> yeah, wait. So there was no, you know, in case of civilization collapse, break glass with just like you break it, you get a notepad, and it's just like it's salt water. Whenever well, we said water. We meant salt water. Well, see, in order to break the glass, you would then have to clear away all of the shards and pans. <laughs> and then you got to board it up. You got to board it up. You can't get the notebook out without putting the, the the garbage bags and the clear tape. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but yes, uh, we're like okay. Of all the ways that we felt uh, underprepared, the one thing that I was confident that I could do was like, okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna get plywood and i know that the hardware store will cut sheets of plywood to size for you in the store like they'll do this with two by fours they'll do this with um sheets of plywood anything like that they'll cut it to size for you and uh, they have a big uh machine like a laser like a cnc machine basically um uh, that the employees will do so i met we measured the window before we left so that we could make them cut it to size for us which is great um, except we got to the store and the power... They had no power. Power was out at the store. Yeah, they had the generator to run, the lights and the cash registers, and not much else. Right. Um, so they couldn't cut it to size for us. We even called 
a second hardware store to see if their department was up and running and they were the exact same boat. Yeah, both without power, with just running on generators. Probably shouldn't have been open, but glad they were because it allowed us to buy three stock pieces of plywood. A a skill saw. Right, because I was not about to <laughs> cut plywood with a chainsaw. Like, I am not right. doing that. A skill saw and some two-by-fours. And then we kind of, we cut it all to size and braced it with uh, wood screws and two-by-fours to make the exact sheet of plywood we needed. And that's what's currently over our window to this very day. Yay. Yay. Uh, yeah, it was just really silly because we're like, well, I guess we're going to buy a full sheet of plywood and cut it ourselves. But then a full size sheet of plywood will not fit in a standard size car if you don't drive a pickup truck. So um, we had no way to get it yeah. home. So it's, yeah. it it's... looks our window looks very like MacGyver puzzle pieced <laughs> together. It's yeah, very sh- silly. I showed a coworker of mine a picture of it. And this this just so happened to coincide with the uh, the the hit HBO show slash video game The Last of Us, and uh, once he saw the picture, he's like, "Oh, you guys got really into The Last of Us, huh?" Uh, no, no, it's just called Desperation is <laughs> what that is. Because by the time we finish finally finished all of this endeavor, because we're driving slow on the roads to and from the store and we're like, we feel like we shouldn't even be out. Trees and branches are still falling onto the roads as we're trying to drive past them and we're losing the light and luckily it's not raining hard uh, but the rain is coming back. I think we finished around 7.30pm. Yeah, we had lost the light. We were we did the final steps of wedging the the board in with extra pieces of wood uh, by by headlamp. Yep. We had no light, and uh, it was great being on a cold, slippery ladder, wedging stuff in with, with, with wood hammers and strength and just being like, please hold, because we have no other recourse. There's <laughs> nothing else we can do. No other recourse, and... The the rain, even though it's a light rain, a light drizzle, is still falling. More ice is still coating the tree directly above our heads while we're doing oh, this. Oh yeah, we got hit by we got hit by a couple of uh, ice shards that that fell from the tree. Like it was that was a scary moment. Yeah, you got bonked in the head. And he yeah, Henry just I was on the ladder at that point, and Henry just said he you just screamed my name, and I like. <laughs> squished myself against the wall to try to get out of the way, but you were left defenseless out in the cold. I was, like, trying to push you toward the house, and I was like, well, as long as she's safe, that's good. And then, like, directly just, like, bonk, and I'm like, I hope I'm all right. Yeah, it went right onto your <laughs> noggin. Yeah. It was cold. It was, what a what a what good a, time. What a fun year this has been. Um. Yep, yep. Luckily, luckily, all of that being said, uh, did not hinder our vacation two days later. <laughs> Literally two days later, we were like, well, I guess that's as good as it's going to get. Bye. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing quite sums up my attitude toward this year more than co- desperately calling emergency glass services that say they do 24-hour glass repair, window repair, etc., Calling just a list of them until, like, basically just getting on a wait list. 
that said, oh, we'll call you back tomorrow, and they didn't. And then I'm just like, all right, we'll go on vacation, because there's literally nothing we can do. And now we've been back for like a week and a half, and none of them have gotten back to us. And it's just like, but why? (laughs) Why would you give me hope to not follow through? Yeah, and at this point, it's... Uh, All of our energy has been expended cleaning up uh, all of the other tree branches that fell all around our house um, and also fixing our fence, which had half of a tree fall on it as well. Um, And just recovering in general. I feel like this has been going like a mile a minute. So that is why uh, there was no podcast last week. Long story short. Long story short. And then the week before that, there was no art because I literally... Did not have the energy. All of that happened before I would have made the art for the episode, and it just didn't happen. So We appreciate your understanding. Um, we hope you enjoyed a tale of uh, what we've been up to and uh, all, of, all of the mess yeah. we've been dealing with. But enough of the sad times. Oh, yeah? Yeah, now to pivot to well-researched segments and... Things that have been happening and the zeitgeist. I've got so many topics to talk about. (laughs) I actually, um, this is my Valentine's Day gift to you. What? That I I brought a researched topic to keep your bingo square alive. (laughs) No one will let me forget that's a bingo square. (laughs) Everyone in my life has been like, dude, how are you going to do that week to week? This week has been provided by Jamie. <laughs> Even though I told you I wasn't going to, uh, because yeah. you lied to me um, on Valentine's it, Day. Yeah, I, are we, we going to fight? No, not are on, we, not in front of the fans. No, so save okay. it for later. All right, I'm uh, going to shut up. Um, okay, so uh, this is spurred on. This is uh, a tale of my uh, personal research, uh, which is all brought upon brought up by the fact of all of these issues that we're dealing with um, is more house repair adulting things than we've ever had to deal with at the same time before. And so therefore I was like, Hmm, maybe uh, it is finally time almost four years after we got married to actually merge our finances together and see what the heck is going on. Because up until this point, fams, we've been scooting by saying, you know, as long as the number in the bank account is not going down, it's okay. And just, you know, doing kind of whatever we want, like trying to be uh, conscious of overall prices before we buy things. But uh, I tried, I've tried personally in my personal life, twice to create a budget spreadsheet with I immediately drop it after like two months because it's very hard work all the manual input and whatnot I can't handle it and then I tried uh probably a year after we got married I was like maybe we need a budget so we can see what the heck is going on uh and I then attacked Henry about what is this subscription to Nintendo? Do you even use that? That's seven whole dollars a year or whatever. It was like some minuscule amount that you were like, I did not sign up for this so you could uh, scru- scrutinize. scrutinize me. Which for is all of the subscribe. I subscribe to many a service. It's very fair. That's very fair. I shouldn't. I, 
that's not the lens we should be going about Multiple this services I don't use, but that's <laughs> my prioritative. Prerogative. Prioritative. Look. Yeah, that's right. It's your priority and your prerogative at the same time. Prioritative. Prioritative. Um, Wait, are you about to ambush me about our finances? No. <laughs> Surprise. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, but no, uh, all of what this is, is this to say. this recurring charge? <laughs> uh, I didn't have a joke. I should have had a joke before I started that. It's all good. Um, uh, all right. What, what do you got over there? You got a whole laptop? I, I do. I do because... It's folded over. I can't look at the screen. Because when I was like, look, we're staring down a, a, a new window. Oh. We got to get an arborist out here to cut down these dangling tree limbs and we're gonna save couple, the rest of our trees. I have, okay. Between you and me and the fams... I have seen some horror stories about arborists going to the houses right now and saying, we're going to charge you $13,000 to remove some trees. We're going to take a beat on some of this arborist stuff because I feel like they're like taking advantage of a situation. Noted. Noted. Okay. Well, that aside, uh, we got a new roof we got oh, again. Oh, God. <laughs> we got a... We the thing that I thought that we would be spending money on this year was a new kitchen because our kitchen cabinet is falling off the wall it's in not, our it's house. It's stopped. It's stopped. It's we've stopped it with another MacGyver esque solution, brought to you by a girl who sort of knows how to operate some power tools. Uh, you're welcome. Your friend John helped. He did. He did. Uh, uh, my friend John, who is not. Your Not, friend, John, right. podcast fans, uh, different John. There are multiple Johns in the world. Oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, Open your laptop. What, okay. what is this segment about? So, uh, within the, all of these, all of these segments, I was like, we gotta, we gotta figure out a way to do a budget that's going to connect our finances together, but I don't have to do anything because that's the literal worst. So, I, um, did a lot of research into personal budget apps um, and, like, budget apps for couples and what the different types of those are, uh, what I think is going to be better for us together, and um, uh, different ways to do that. And so I uh, thought I would uh, share a little bit of those findings. Okay. Um, the... Uh, Top-rated ones for couples are um, one was originally called Honey Fi. Oh, um, but we don't like pet names. Yeah, we can't do that. Can't do Honey Fi. Honey Fi, but it, it got renamed to... I, I was real into that one uh, because it would... Uh, uh, you could put in both of the information and you could, like, together... Uh, decide like this is a shared expense and then put money towards that and you could comment on each other's things and like communicate about finances within the app which I feel like would be nice because then it's right where all of your receipts are shown and stuff like that anyway it seemed good until um, I clicked on I tried to f google search the app in my uh, app store and I couldn't find it anywhere come to find out it had changed its name to something called firstly uh and it is now rebranded as a app for families who have children that you're trying to teach about money and like maybe they might have their own financial situation. And also you're dealing with paying for 
your aging parents' expenses. So I was like, okay, that changed the, their whole deal. They did. They changed their whole deal. So I was like, that no longer applies to us. I think they changed their whole deal because the app that is for couples that is rated slightly higher than at is called Honeydew. Honey. Oh, we don't do pet names. D U E. Oh, oh, like bills are due. Bills are due, honey. Yes. Uh, but we don't do pet names. We don't. We, so uh, it was still out. Uh, but really, uh, the main reason that Honeydew did not work, even though it seemed cool, again, you could have uh, link both of your bank accounts. You could even set some expenses to uh, visible or private. So Henry could hide his Nintendo account what do you have subscription you use that same (laughs) nintendo account i use all of your tech this is how we work um why am i getting put on blast for supporting nintendo uh, it's uh, i i can hide my subscription to uh fancy chocolates weekly uh it sends chocolate to the doorstep what what where is all this chocolate hidden it's a secret that's where the box came from private (laughs) um but uh it would also tie things to a calendar to remind, like, send you reminders when bills are due. Uh, so that all seemed really cool. And I was about to download it when I noticed there's no desktop version gross. of the app. Real gross. So I'm like, what if I Some need to TikTok real get into bullshit. it? I know. Um, and it's only in the app version. So then I was like, well, that was my first instinct was to find an app and not a website but it seems unofficial to me that it would only be in app form and not in this website is, yeah, form. This is our generation, uh, one of our generational weaknesses. We really, we really value desktop applications that are online sites. I have a real problem with Instagram that you can't really change any of your settings unless you go through the app. And don't get me started about TikTok. Exactly. And so I was like, well, it's weird that the app would have such prevalence and like this is such a high rated uh, service, even though there's no desktop version. Um, and so uh, I actually was looking it up and uh, some of the articles that I found are dated. So I'm sure these statistics are even the, the, the percentages are even greater now. But um, in 2021, 97% of millennials... And 89% of all total consumers relied on mobile banking apps. And I was like, yeah, I don't know anyone in my generation who doesn't have a mobile banking app. Like, I hardly ever step foot into a physical bank. Yeah. Um, And Joe, like, that... that It used to be be a thing. You, You would wait in line at the bank for what... I don't know what they were doing there, but the... You see this on sitcoms. It's like, oh, I got to go to the bank. I got to go wait in line at the bank. What were they? I don't know what they were doing. So now we can use apps and we don't got to wait in no line. And now my bank's a cafe. Right. Because the app really took precedence over all of that because everyone's already walking around with their phone in their pocket. The app is easier to navigate on your phone than uh, navigating to like the desktop version of the website and trying to pull that up on your phone. All the text is tiny and dumb. Uh, you can cultivate the user experience through an app a little bit better. Um, and uh, it's just constantly available. That is the other cited reason why apps have taken such precedence is that they are available 24 seven. 
Yeah. You always the bank closes have that. at four. Exactly. Or whatever. You know, ba- there's always a joke. It's like, oh, you, you do banking hours? From like nine to four? I should become a banker so I can work less. That'd be nice. <laughs> um, but the, the, yeah, the app and the, the mobile banking and um, just mobile finance apps, like finance apps in general, um, have like really increased their, uh, their stock holdings and everything um, over the past five years. Um, because uh, think of it like it's not just your like budgeting and your banking. Well, like, I don't know. I, I, this is my first foray into like the budgeting app, but it ties in with all your banking, your mobile banking. But also when you're out with friends and you're like, oh, cool, we got to split this check and the restaurant doesn't want to split it. That's okay. I'll Venmo you. Send me over cash app. Oh, I've got PayPal. I've got Zelle. How many different oh, ways are there to pay people? I'm sorry to hear you have Zelle. Oh, I, I, I personally don't. No, I was I'm pretending sorry. to be the I'm way s- that my friends were. What's wait? What's wrong with Zelle? Oh, you you haven't heard what's wrong with Zelle? Well, tell me. No. No, you do. It's so bad you can't even tell me. Can't even tell you. Wow. So, yeah. Sorry. What's mm. Horrible. Write in if you know what's up with Zelle. <laughs> I a, well, I want to no, know. <laughs> they have a huge data breach. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. Oh no. Which is bad for me. Oh, did you? Were you on Zelle? You had Zelle? It's built into my banking. Oh, actually, it's built into my banking, yeah, too. It's built into my bank account, Zelle. Yikers. Very much yikers. Yeah. And that actually ties into, like, as I was looking up articles about that, uh, it is uh, banking apps were seemed untrustworthy if they weren't transparent about your data. Uh, and the the protection of your privacy was one of the huge uh, points of information uh, as you're like comparing these different apps. Um, protection. Everyone's very very concerned about the privacy and the protection of their uh, stuff, rightfully so, because with the advent of um, all of your finances being made available through an app, is going to come the advent and rise of people who are just hacking right into that to, for an easy grab. So. How do I do that? Oh, um, you just break a few laws real oh, quick. Okay, okay. No big deal. I, you made it sound like it was so easy. I I wouldn't know. Oh, okay. Um, because I don't do that, Mister Policeman. I am not. Why are you making it sound like you do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I would never tell. I would never do a quick, easy grab. That's. For someone else to have done. Not me. Mm. Let me know if you find the calling card of a digital rose folded in some paper. I wouldn't know why you would find that, though. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But, yeah. Um, uh, so, which one's the good one? We're gonna go with Mint. Which is... Oh, Mint Mobile, Ryan Reynolds' new cell phone company. It's not that one. Oh. It is, it's actually uh, by the Intuit company that does TurboTax and QuickBooks. Because QuickBooks is like the number one finance app that's used, uh, like top rated. That's like the number okay. one most popular one because of all the like entrepreneurs, like small businesses that are trying to do that. But we just want a budget. I'm not trying to get all into that. 
Yeah, so, we're not starting no business here. Yeah, so they make a they have a division for personal budgeting called Mint. Mobile. Um, nope. Ryan Reynolds owns it. Stop. Not that one. Okay. Not that one. It's just called Mint. Okay, it's the leaf. It's like you eat it. Their their logo is a leaf. It's very confusing. You, you eat the leaf and you, it, ta- it like freshens your breath. Uh, sure. Sure. So it's what's Great. what's in your chocolate. We you ate our finances. Oh, I did. Wow, what tasty right. finances. Mint um, by in in uh, into it into it yes into it I'm into it I hope you are because we're about to get real into it right trying, here trying on to the podcast out. no no I don't want to so air what all makes, of that what makes into it wait what makes mint by into it the best one that we're gonna go with um, it has been around for over a decade um, like us yeah <laughs> uh, I should I should look up when it was um, uh, when it started. Uh, hold on, hold on. Vamping for time, vamp, 2006. Ooh, 2006, it was before our relationship time. Uh, okay. But, eh, anyway, um, yeah, so it's been around, it's been around, um, so that means all of the, like, uh, kinks and the uh, problems have been figured out and fixed. Um, it has a very robust desktop site and a lot of uh, easy to view spreadsheets and um, like self-reporting things that pull out uh, for you to review. Um, it doesn't, there's paid versions of it that help you dig further in. Like it'll uh, review. You're spending too much money on gum. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll say, here's your top. Uh, Stop spending thousands of dollars on gum. Yep, yep. It'll, it'll tell you that. And it'll give you uh, recommendations. It'll give you recommendations on how much to put into your savings. And it's like a little personal finance guru We're in your pocket. We're putting $5,000 to the side for your jaw surgery for how much gum you chew. Yep, exactly. It's very helpful. But it wasn't even mint-flavored gum. How dare? That's a penalty. We're actually charging you for that one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, the only downside of it is that it doesn't do two individual uh, bank accounts merging, like you like like assigning some to you, some to me. Like oh, it's, we're just no. gonna we're gonna have one login and we're just gonna link everything together. Oh, that's fine. So for us, not a problem. Um, but like a couple of the the other apps, like Honeydew, uh, was could be used by two roommates who need to split the rent and groceries and stuff like that. And call each other honey. Uh, exactly. So, uh, anyway, uh, different ways that that could be used. But that is the the deep dive that I went into on Saturday morning as my head was spinning on all of the things that we suddenly need to pay for that I don't want to love and don't want to care about, so I'm going to make an app care about it for me. That sounds good. I, I look forward to sharing all of my account information with you so that you can see that I haven't made much money in the past six years. Yay! Yay. I mean, I do. It's just I spend it all. <gasps> That's the problem. That's why That's we're going to figure problem. out where it's, it's going. It's my Nintendo account. It's all the gum I buy. It's the jaw surgery I hid from you because of the gum. It's the penalties for it not being mint flavored. I just, I'd give my paycheck to Wrigley. Do they make gum? Wrigley's Believe It or Not gum. <laughs> Might not even be gum. I, I don't well, believe I, it or not. Do you believe it as you're eating it? Um, it's chewy. It hurts my jaw. There you go. That's all you need. 
Surely this must be gum. I don't chew gum. I don't either. We're weird. But we're weird together. Aww. No, don't shake your head. No. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to support me. Oh, I will. With Intuit Mint by Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) And it's mobile because it could be an app. Yay. Why are there two things called mint? I don't know, but How surely we've got to look up when the other mint was founded. I feel like it's gonna be sooner. Ten yeah. years to the day. Ten years later. Yup. Wow. I don't know anything about Mint Mobile. I don't either. But mm-hmm. the cell phone bill might be one of the things that we analyze to see if we can get a better deal once we figure out the budget. You system. just don't like you don't like Google Fi because. It, randomly drops but you think mint mobile is gonna be any better i have no idea cell phones used to be easy you just you had you walked into the store you bought your phone and the store that you bought it from is where you're gonna get your service from yeah it's all different now, and now there's all these options well, it's pl- very confusing you would buy your phone plus a two-year contract right you buy your phone for thirty dollars and then you slowly pay it off over the course of the following two years while you're also paying for your service. It's still the same, basically, thing. Now, now you just pay off the phone instead of paying for service. Yeah. Oh, if any of you guys have uh, recommendations for uh, cell phone services that don't drop your calls all the time, it would be real nice. That you don't leave you stranded in the middle of the countryside with no service, I, I not knowing like where you're at. that's all of them. Yeah. This is horrible. It's a bad situation. Yeah. And we're too well, reliant on technology. Yay! Well, thank you for doing thorough research for that segment. I, I think that would qualify um, for being thoroughly researched every episode. The streak continues. We'll not drop the streak. You're welcome. You're well, welcome. thank you on yeah. Valentine's Day. Are you saying Valentine's? Or like with an M? What what is happening over there? You've been saying it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you noticed. I did. I did. Is this like the frightened times? No, I just I've always said Valentines. Why? I've always said Valentines. Why do you why do you do this? <laughs> because it's just slightly off and if people aren't really paying attention, they don't notice and that just gives me energy and strength. <laughs> <laughs> to keep going. If I can keep hoodwinking individuals, and I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm like a little chaotic little trickster god over here. Very nice. Well, you're my little chaotic trickster god. On this day. Is that my pet name for you? Chaotic no, we, trickster god? We don't do no pet names. I, I would if it was chaotic Cha- trickster god. You gotta yell it in a parking lot <laughs> while I'm driving away in my hot rod. Oh, yeah, your hot rod. You'd be like, trickster god, trickster god, trickster god, trickster god. <laughs> Write in if you know that reference. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, I am now exhausted, and I don't want to bring any more topics to the table. You have I'm, no I'm more topics? out. Okay. I'm out. <sighs> well, for those of you who think, uh, oh man, they're not going to cover the big game and the commercials and whatever. I think we're saving that for next week. Uh, John's got some very strong feelings about a, uh, a feature they did on Pat Tillman, who was an NFL 
he was a football player who was inspired by the events of 9-11 to go off to fight in the Iraqi war. And then uh, some things happened. We won't cu- get into it this episode. I think John wants to talk about it. So we're saving that for next week. Uh, and there's there were commercials. They were fine. I, I, I tweeted about this earlier. I kind of give the whole Super Bowl like a solid B+. It was okay. Yeah, I thought the game was all right. Like, it, the teams were obviously well matched. Um, I'm... But I'm like trying to think right now, since I'm not going to be on next week, I'm trying to think of what my favorite commercial was this year. And I can't really remember any of the commercials except for ones that I remember actively not liking. I think that means that their their campaigns worked. Which is not. I don't like that. I don't that I don't like that that worked on me. Yeah, there were a couple of dumb, but. I guess kind of funny ones with like famous actors saying they were acting and then they would take a sip of like Pepsi Zero Sugar and they would act as though they liked it or were they acting? Right, yeah, that was the big thing on that. But the funniest thing to come out of that was just uh, Ben Stiller, who was a director and actor. I got hair in my mouth. You want to get a fresh take on that after you get your hair out of your no. mouth? No. A uh, famous actor, Ben Stiller, and director, also Ben Stiller, uh, just in little little weird promo spots in the middle of the game, would just be pouring cans of Pepsi over himself. I don't. That's funny. I guess I somehow missed that. I did not see that. It was while the game was happening, and they'd be like, "Well, this whatever was brought to you by Pepsi. Act if you can taste a difference." And then, in a small screen, Ben Stiller would be just like. Take a can and just like pour it in, kind of like a shampoo commercial, you know. Hmm. Okay, I feel like I would have liked that if I had noticed it. So yeah, it maybe... wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't part of the main commercials. It was like during the, the the program, if you will. Gotcha. Uh, well, I'll just say that the uh, what I think was the biggest misstep uh, for me was the Eminem commercial. And I yes. don't if you guys are going to go into it next. No, week, let's I dive would... into this right now. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. I think y'all have talked about a month in, ago. Yeah, a month ago, the the who who does Eminem's? Is it what Mars? Mars Candy Company announced. They made the announcement that the Eminem mascots were, would be retired and, and replaced by Maya Rudolph because there had been too many controversies about, about their cartoon candy mascots. So we're just going to get Maya Rudolph to be the new Eminem spokesperson. That's the set dressing. Then during the Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl, a commercial aired for a new chocolate-coated candy called Maya's, like Maya. Instead of M&M's, it's the same font, but they're called Maya's. But they're chocolate-coated clams, tiny clams. Taste and the, the sand. Taste the sand. Uh, and the commercial was very bright and happy and bubbly, featuring people popping some... Chocolate coated little little knobs in their mouth, and like taking a chewing a few bites, and you watch their smiles slowly fade, and they kind of do a small shake of their head, and it's obvious by the end of the commercial that no one likes this idea. And then the red M M&M and M pops up in the last shot of the commercial, like in the background behind Maya Rudolph and the rest of these like human uh, spokespeople. Red M M&M and M pops up. 
wordlessly holding up a sign that says, help. I was like, oh, okay, that's gonna, cool. Yeah, there's going to be a thing. It's going to come back. We're going to see more of this. Yeah, like a running commercial. Because that's probably my favorite kind of Super Bowl commercial is the ones that run, like, tell a story in multiple parts. Um, and so then we're anxiously awaiting Hours for the next pass. piece. Hours pass. We go into different quarters. We go to a different half. And then at the at the end of the game, I think after the game had been won is when the next Eminem commercial dropped and it was a press conference with all of the Eminem candy spokespeople like saying, yeah, we're so glad we're back. And the the bottom like scroll uh, title of the news story was like, Eminem's address the return of the candy spokesperson. And I was like, did I miss something? Did I miss a piece of the puzzle? Maybe like where the executives gave Maya Rudolph a talking to and said, you can't change our candy, you're fired, we're going to bring back the candy people, or like a scene where the M&Ms have to break out from where they're being held captive. Um, So I was so lost that we Googled it afterward and tried to find... Yeah, a connective thread, some connective tissue, because other than that one commercial after the Super Bowl had ended, sorry, after the big game had ended, <laughs> superb owl yeah. uh, is what he said. A- after that had ended, there was one during the game kind of, you know, another like this moment is sponsored by, and the announcer was like, this moment was sponsored by M&M's, you know, candy. And then like, oh, we're glad to be back. It was like the ending tag of that little spot. And again, it felt like we had missed something. There was no connective tissue from the first commercial to them being back. So we looked it up online and we found... Turns out we didn't miss anything. Nothing. We found nothing. There was nothing in between. And we were like, wow, what a horrible misstep. Because there could have been a cute, like, return to glory. Like, just telling the story. I feel like they... uh, hoped that the audience would infer a lot of stuff that, uh, honestly, when I'm here to watch big game commercials, I don't want to infer stuff. Just tell me the cool, give me the cool stuff. Right. I don't know. Right, but right, right. I'm not, I've been watching it, TV for hours. My brain is too melted. You got to give it, it to me. It's a commercial. Like, if there's any time to spell things out for your audience, it's during a commercial. That's when it's okay to be like, you guys are dumb. So here's the message and words on the screen. And here's a celebrity to like come on and be like, look at those words on the screen. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not the time to be subtle. It's not time to cut out the middle of your story and just have a beginning and an end. Like, where was the confrontation? What's the point of getting Maya Rudolph? If she doesn't get a chance to shine as the villain. I know. I know. I was like, what a waste of Maya Rudolph. That's the other part of it. I'm like, that's the the interesting part of that three-part saga, the act two, where all the everything goes down and like all the meat of the story happens was missing. Yeah. And so I was very disappointed. But we were talking, we're talking about it now, so I guess it worked. I guess it worked. And I'm going to go buy some my Yaz to get that crunchy, sandy taste. Yum. Don't share any with me. I have my own chocolate stash. That's right. You get yours delivered weekly. 
just like this podcast. And speaking of this podcast, I feel like it's time to bring this podcast to its knees. No, to an end. <laughs> yeah, um, this has been really fun. I've enjoyed uh, hanging out. Uh, and, yeah, thank uh, you for being here. I know you were fishing for that. Uh, yes, yes. And uh, I would have been here in the house anyway, so might as well. Good point. <laughs> uh, do you, are you confident enough? Have you listened to enough episodes? She's shaking her head here's, no. Here's the secret. I listen oh. to all of them. I listen to every second of every episode all the way to the end, all the way until the song fades she out. She lies. I do, because I lo- in case there's a little tag at the end, yeah. I like to hear it. Like but also, I like the little song. John did a great job making the song. Um, and I hear it all the time. But it doesn't register. I, Maybe I'm... we should probably never do it, but <laughs> we're going to do it again. Oh no! Okay, here's here's what's gonna happen. All right, I'm gonna do it, and then you immediately correct everything that I'm saying that's wrong. Okay. Okay. So on this Valentine's Day, I hope that you Did enjoy you say Valentine or Valentine. <laughs> Don't correct that part. Oh, he said immediately. <laughs> um, uh, we hope that you have enjoyed listening to us. If you want to write in and tell us about. Uh, your budgeting apps or the way that we stupidly boarded out that window. Um, uh, we love you to get in touch with us. Uh, you can tweet at us at zcpcwhj.com. Nope, not a dot com. What does that stand for, my husband of mine? <laughs> that stands for... I can't believe I didn't get you... I didn't get you to do this part... That's what that stands for. <laughs> Yay. Happy Valentine's Day to me. Um, Twitter is one of the ways you can get in touch with us. Uh, Facebook is a place. Also, you can look to find the page, then link to the website where we're actually active. Um, where Are we on the Instagram? No. Not on the gram. We're not on the gram. Shame. That is the only social media that site that I frequent anymore in my personal life, so... We do, we do have something just as popular. We have an email address. Yes. The email address is for sending things that won't fit on the Twitter anymore, even though I feel like that's not valid anymore, because the Twitter... Whatever. If they say they're increasing it to 4,000 characters, but no one has... We've, we haven't seen that yet. All right. So, for now, uh, anything longer than will fit in a tweet, please send to email nope nope at uh zero credits is a podcast at gmail.com because uh, that is the best place for now uh we'll update you, you do as listen. things go back you I, do listen i i yes i do i, I okay i got this I yeah got this. you got this i got this um and so uh if you got this podcast in a way that you're listening to it from a podcast app that you like that's great we are on all of the major apps including uh spotify uh podcast addict uh apple music apple podcast google podcasts all of the things i personally listen to it through spotify which is the slowest to pick up new episodes and i'm constantly texting henry and saying oh no the episode didn't load and he's like no it's just you so <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> not even it's not even spotify it is literally just you it's just me so uh, i hope that uh the way that you are uh, listening to this podcast is enjoyable uh to you guys and if you could uh add a uh, like a rate 
that is a good rating and a subscribe to wherever that is uh, is fantastic. Uh, but the most uh, it, lucrative of those is Apple Podcasts. So that's where the the real money comes in. That's when all the other ones look to. So Apple Podcasts, if you have it, would be great. There's no money involved. We do not get any money for this, just so you know. Oh, I, yeah. Sorry. I use that word lucrative poorly. Uh, just the most important of those is that. You should say, and that is where the money comes from. What did I? <laughs> there's, there's no money. Here's the secret. No one's getting paid. I don't listen to this part of the... <laughs> But properly, so what I just said doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No one's paying attention uh, to that part, at least of all myself. But the most important thing that we want you to pay attention to and listen to is the most important and the only way that we can survive is the word of the mouth. And so we need you to tell your friends and tell them to skip this part because Jamie doesn't know what she's talking about, but they can listen to the rest of the episode and all of the other backlog of fabulous episodes that Henry and John have built over the years. Uh, And you can tell a friend to come share in something that you enjoy. And we would be very grateful to add them to the fam's. And from everyone here at the Broken Window, Boarded Up Window, Need a New Window Studios. Please send us a new window, Studios. We want to wish you a happy Valentine's and a happy week. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, thanks for being on. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs>